Boom. We are live. Johnny is back. Johnny and the Greg. <laughs> Greg did back. a great job last week, I thought. I watched a little bit of it. Um, fun stuff. It uh, was. Fight Ken's scene. always great to have on. Did you guys did you guys mention because I, I passed out after like my eighth pina colada in Florida? <laughs> did, did you um did you talk uh, in a fight scene? Did you bring up King Kong versus three T Rexes? No. That's a didn't. good fight scene. I don't know where what category you put that in, but maybe you know, I, I even thought about it like what we should have done is like <laughs> like full CGI fight. Because that is that obviously a thing now. Yeah, yeah, that would have been it. Yeah. This is the first time I actually watched it. I watched it with Gwen because it was the only thing on TV in Florida and we were passing out. And I <laughs> was watching it and I was thinking to myself, was that Andy the whole time, like moving around there, grabbing onto whatever he had to grab on? And people were pretending they were T-Rexes coming after him type stuff. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. All right, guys. Welcome back. Happy, happy Memorial Day. Um, mm. For those of you that uh, gave up the ultimate sacrifice for us to basically put up a podcast and not have to worry about it. That's off to you guys. Much. Um, I'm not going to go any further into that, but hats off to you, gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, while Greg pleases the internet gods, I'm going to sit back yeah. and drink. Go ahead, like, and subscribe. You can go to johnnyandthegreg.com to do that if you want the audio version. We are available on pretty much wherever podcasts are found. Everywhere. We're on Spotify. I got a guy following us on Apple. Ran into a guy at uh, Costco yesterday. I haven't seen him in a while. And he's like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, same. Got a podcast. He, he brought it up right on Apple right then and there. Started following us. So hello Sweet. to Kurt. Um, hello, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and we are partnered with Audible for hundreds of thousands of audiobooks for your listening pleasure. Uh, everything, every genre you could really ever want. Uh, and what I really like about Audible is they're starting to do like Audible exclusives, and they've got some really solid stuff out there in Audible exclusives. Uh, so you're not going to be able to get that from a bookstore. You got to get Audible to uh, to listen to that. So uh, if you want 30 day free trial of that, you can go to uh, audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. Uh, 30 days, uh, you know, cancel at any time. Uh, whatever you buy while you're there is yours to keep always and forever. And so if you want to get that 30 days on us, go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. And hello, Marshall, who piped in on the chat. Hey, what's up, Marshall? By the way, I read this book on the way to and oh, from Florida, yeah? The Terminal List by Jack Carr. Soon to be um, a major motion picture on Netflix. Uh, actually, a series. Oh, it's a series. Oh, yeah, I think, okay. gonna, I think that's a smart way to do it with novels. That way you don't. Oh, it totally is. Time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I think is. that's a great thing that Amazon's doing. They seem to be really jumping on board of making these novels into series. And that way you don't have to cram everything in a two hour movie and you miss yeah. important stuff. But um, good book is good book. Jack Carr is an actual ex Navy SEAL. And oh, he okay. just started writing. Uh, I don't know a lot about Jack Carr. I'm actually planning on listening to the Joe Rogan podcast where he had him on there. And uh, he talks about the terminalist. He talks about a bunch of stuff. Jack Carr seems to be a very cool individual. And he came up with a really kick-ass logo. I think you would enjoy it. So if you want to look at a book uh, series. No, it's 
Jack Carr's logo. I, I, oh, I, just okay. So like his production company. Yeah, because he actually has a like a website now where you can buy hats with that logo, sure. shirts yeah. with that logo. I will guarantee you, I will be wearing one of these because I got hooked into this character. I'm super excited to see what Chris Pratt brings to it. So um, hopefully it's as okay, good as the book. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, check out the Terminal List by Jack Carr. Like Greg said, there is, or you, I guess you can wait till July 1st and watch the movie with, or watch the series with okay. Uh, Chris Okay, okay, so on that, on that topic. On that. So if you're planning to read the book, like if you're going to take our advice and say, yep, I'm going to go pick that up, I'm going to read it, or I'm going to listen to it, whatever you want to do, because we're so close to the movie, just wait. Watch the movie first and enjoy the movie. Yeah, I kind of did it. And then go back. That. And then go back and read the book. Yeah. Uh, because as every book reader knows, the book is always so much better than the movie. And yeah. your, 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 your bar gets set so much higher. And uh, I, I made that mistake with the Harry Potter books. I, I okay. did. I read all of them uh, right before the movies came out. I was like, okay, on to the next one. And I, I, you know, I'd watch it. Like literally I would sometimes finish the book the night before the movie came out mm -hmm. or the night before. I went to go see the movie and inevitably you're there's some level of disappointment with that, with the idea that they left this out of the book or there's characters really not like that or something like that. So, yeah. So right. always my recommendation is if you know, the movie is coming out and you're pumped up for the movie, just wait, go see the movie, enjoy that for what it is, and then go back and read the book and maybe even heighten your enjoyment of the book a little bit more. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. I just, something was talking to me in Barnes and Noble and it, it's not only that, but I hate to rip on a book because look, writing a book in itself is a monumental task that I still mm -hmm. haven't get, gotten past the plot, um, the plot blueprint, or I guess you would call it, or the plot sure. line. Yeah. Still the, haven't gotten story, past like that. the storyboard. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't gotten past that in my own personal trying to write a story. So I hate to rip on anybody or not even rip. I'm not, I'm not here to rip, but I'm just saying that there's some books you walk away from and you're disappointed or you're in the middle of a book and you're like, I don't give a shit. I don't care what's going I on. I just anymore. had that recently. I yeah. just had that recently. And so uh, that's what was going on with me. And that's when I came across uh, the Jack Carr series. And I go, you know what? This guy, like everybody talks about these novels and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I'll just pick it up because I I can't watch a movie in an airplane for some reason. I don't know why. I can't do it. Maybe it's because oh, really? the screen's too damn small and I get upset because uh -huh. now it's all on your phone. You don't yeah. do it anymore. Um, like there's not like the screen built in in the seat behind you. Yeah, I know. I, I do like it when they have that, though. Yeah, me too. Built on screen. That's pretty. Yeah. I, I, but I like so that. I just said, you know what? I'm going to read this. So anyway, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I'm probably going to get the next one in the series to read it. So see, and that's funny. I thought for sure you were going to be reading Grave Peril by Jim Butcher while you were down there. Me uh, too. I just, I, I read the prologue of this and I thought, oh, this is you, interesting. Because <laughs> you told me you were going to read Grave So I like, yeah. I've been listening to Grave Peril all the time. <laughs> Like just so trying to be, get, a, we so we can talk club. about it. We can like keep up and do a little book club, yeah. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, I read this, and I'm like, motherfucker. So <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not that I not that I hated it. I mean, certainly for sure, I I love I love the the butcher books. So yeah, I'm in a strange. Uh, I can shift on a dime with uh, things I'm interested in. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but hey, speaking of crazy, this whole crazy. Memorial Day, 
lot of stuff happened. There's some very oh, serious, real, real stuff that happened. Stuff. And then there was like everybody gave it their best on their streaming platforms. Netflix came out with Stranger Things season oh, yeah. four. Uh, Obi Wan came out on Disney Plus. Um, Maverick, uh, yeah, the Tom hit, Cruise hit sequels the to Top Gun came out uh, this weekend, and I'm sure I'm missing some. Oh, Love, Death, and Robots. I, I, that's yeah, not real weird. mainstream, but that is uh, something. Oh, but if you're a fan, you know about it for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I thought we would talk about that. I just don't know how to start any of that. Do we want to go heavy? Do we want to go real? Do we want to uh, go. Can- we can save the heavy, yeah. For okay. now, if we get into in the band, yeah. All right, because there's it's a big topic, so yeah. Okay, so for those of you that are Star Wars fans, let's just start with Obi Wan. Um, yeah. If you haven't watched Episode One or Two, what's wrong with you? I don't. I'm <laughs> I'm going to actually just let it all out right now. The first two episodes, because if you're a true Star Wars fan, you're going to make time to watch these two. It's something that I. Th- think fans have been dying to see this series like right when they were making it up in their heads yeah, or whatever there's, there's a lot of story there to tell um yeah we've gotten bits of it through novels and comics and mm-hmm. but even when disney bought star wars some of that we're like well we're going to reset some of this and we've gotten some of it post disney but now i mean it's the return of Will mcgregor and so we've made really no secret on this show that we are not big fans of episodes one, two, and three. I have said for a long time that they have great moments, but overall they're not great films to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my opinion on that hasn't changed, but when we got the sequels, you know, uh, when we got uh, seven, eight, nine, you know, in the whole Ray series, then I started to appreciate, I think, the beginning episodes <laughs> one, two, and three a little bit more. I agree. Um, and not again, not that they're great movies. I mean, Jake Lloyd, they they definitely bet on the wrong horse there, um, which is unfortunate because it drove him to literal literal madness. Did they um, give him a hard time? I didn't think oh, he oh yeah, dude. He he had such a hard time, like full on nervous breakdowns, addiction. Like kind because of, because of how people viewed him because he got trashed so hard. Oh, I didn't by, think there was any problem by with him. by toxic fandom. Yeah, that he 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 broke. Come he, on. Liter- he was like an eight year old. How are you yeah. gonna play Anakin? And, and now he depth. I think now he's in his thirties, and, and I don't know what he's doing now. But I know he went away for a while. Like he yeah. he had a real rough go of it. Oh, um, sorry to hear that. Due to due to toxic star wars toxic fandom is the worst i mean they are I can terrible I can see um but my comparison between the two is like episodes one two and three yeah had more purpose i mean it, we were literally telling the the rise and fall of anakin skywalker right. there was right. there was a over where i feel like a little bit with seven eight nine we didn't have that there was no plan yeah i mean it wasn't luke's redemption story it was it wasn't even really a luke story right um it was ray's story but nobody like it wasn't compelling enough there were just so many missteps that it just seemed kind of listless for a while like i would agree i think that's the nicer way to say that yes where where episodes one two and three definitely had a direction it was like this is where we're headed um 
and uh, and I think that was even evident. I've talked about this where the novels, the novels of episodes one, two, and three are fantastic. I mean, they're are really they? good. Yeah, okay. you get you get to know so much more of what was happening uh, in those films. Like it's one of those things where I think if if society was used used to a three hour film at that point, and we were mm-hmm. and we got a three hour Star Wars film. Yeah, they could have done a lot more, and we would have understood a lot more, rather okay. than trying to keep it to two hours. In the novel, was Jar Jar Binks like the bad guy? Because I no. know there's a big theory about that. No, that's a theory, but no, oh, okay. there wasn't that. But you just like okay. So one of the big things in Episode Three is that people complained that Anakin. It seemed like the the Emperor made him an offer, and then he like turned down a dime. He's like, okay, yes, he bows down, he becomes a Sith, right. And gets christened Darth Vader. Right. And and now he's turned to the dark side. But in the novels, what they explain is like uh, Palpatine had been mentoring Anakin since he was a boy and just totally pouring dark energy into him, into him whenever he could. Like, like it, it's almost like the, the poison in the water, just like one little thimble of darkness yeah. at yeah. a time. And he kept, he kept uh, preying on um, Anakin's fears of death and loss, first of his mother and then of mm-hmm. Padme. And that's how he twisted everything. That's how he said, hey, I can teach you the dark side in order to save the ones that you love. And that's what he did. And it seemed like, I mean, there was a line of that in episode three, right. but it's paramount through all of the novels okay. that of how he's being manipulated like that. And in the novels, they say how Palpatine like was secretly, like again pouring dark energy into Anakin, so that it just made him real susceptible. And okay. so the the grooming of Anakin Skywalker did not make it into the movies, right? Uh, but we're talking about Obi Wan, yeah. uh, So the whole thing, I mean, what I like about Obi Wan is that it's gonna tell those stories. Um, Will McGregor, if for him it was like just putting on an old comfortable suit. Yeah. It seemed like he was just right back into it. Um, and I like that. I like that he's just so comfortable in that role. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think I said it to you, when I found out that Obi-Wan, that they're going to make an Obi-Wan, I went, oh, God, who gives a shit about an old man in a desert waiting for a boy to grow up? That was my thought. Uh-huh. And that was my thought for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe you're doing something Wolfie. here. And then I saw the first two episodes. I was blown away in terms of like I was engaged. Yeah. Like with Boba Fett, I was kind of like, uh, okay, that was all right. Where are we going? What's going yeah. on? Oh, hey, yep. the Mandalorian. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this was they had people in there that I didn't expect. I did not expect a baby Leia or a, a oh Leia. I, yeah, a child Leia. Yeah, yeah that did, was I awesome. I didn't expect that either. That was awesome. I was like, that, that actress is for? like channeling leia very well and actually i had a question for you about leia leia organa herself yeah is she the first i i i know she's probably not the first but is she the first damsel in distress that was not a damsel in distress do you know what i'm saying is she the first no no, I wouldn't say that at all because there were certainly characters from even the 60s and the 70s yeah. that were, they tried to play off like the damsel in distress. I mean, you could even go back to like, you know, the original Avengers, Mrs. Peel, you know, 
yeah, she was oh. hot, but she was not a damsel. Uh, 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 Linda Carter, uh, Wonder okay. Woman, beautiful, but not a damsel. All right, thank you. Yeah, I so, knew I was, I knew I was wrong, but I felt yeah. like Leia was. I, I just felt to me like Leia was the first to be a strong woman character that did not need a man's help. Yeah, like she didn't. She was not a damsel in distress. She never no. needed that. No, I, I believe. I would say, you know, being the ages that we are, we're probably that was our first exposure taste of it to, to, to a woman Carter? like that to a woman like that yeah i would think that yeah. that was probably in our minds our first exposure to that but certainly not in media in general were they okay the first God, i think certainly some, first certainly some of the best yeah in my yeah. opinion yeah i was uh very pleased with that my only concern is did they did they screw up a timeline there at the end yeah, from what I understood. Now I was I haven't gotten into the lore of the animated series as much. I've watched them all, but I will be the first to say like I binged them all and I was doing other things. I'm folding laundry, making okay. dinner, do, doing other things around the house yeah. while it's on. Yeah. <clears throat> so um the death that happens at the end of the second episode may just be a perceived death. Um, the other thing that happened in Star Wars world this weekend is that there was a giant Star Wars convention called Celebration out in Anaheim. My sister Kim was there. Yeah, she was. I, she had some great posts. Um, so one of the, and when they do these kind of things, these giant nerd conventions, um, they also release a lot of trailers, a lot of news, a lot of like mm -hmm. getting hyped up about a lot of stuff. And one of the things that they did is they released a preview for uh, a video game called Jedi Survivor, mm -hmm. uh, which is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which stars a character by the name of Cal Kestis. Um, very cool game, fantastic storyline. And it looks like the Grand Inquisitor is also in that game, right. which is set around the time of obi-wan possibly after okay i'm not totally sure on the exact timeline of that um but we'll see my only guess to that <coughs> is that <clears throat> grant the grand inquisitor is more of a title than it is an actual person right and maybe you wear the makeup and you the have species? those red stripes i don't yeah that's just i don't know if that's a yeah, I, I don't know a, either. They haven't gone into it. But when yeah. I saw that, I was shocked. I was actually shocked. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, that's the Sith, man. That's, you know, they're not. Or, or if you're, I've heard if you're they're trying, not Sith. They're, they're not, not Jedi. They're not Sith. They are they are Jedi hunters. They're trained by Palpatine and Vader. Um, they are Jedi hunters. In this, the Sith are still doing the rule of two. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one Sith and one Darth Lord. Um, and so it's they're not sith per se but they are dark force users um but they haven't achieved the the rank of sith that seems like such a stupid rule the rule of two you're always going to be outnumbered and you always have to watch out oh, but it wasn't always like that so when you get into the old republic there were literally hundreds of jedi hundreds of sith yeah hundreds of dark jedi yeah um so there's another series that got announced. There's Tales of the Jedi, which was a comic series that I used to love. Um, 
and then there was another one, uh, Star Wars Acolyte, which I think is a movie project. Um, and those are going to go back to the Old Republic where it should be, unless Disney decides to change what used to be canon. Um, literally yeah. oh, thousands of Jedi, thousands of Sith. All we'll see what happens. Yeah, all kind of vying for power. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. And, so and I the, liked Obi-Wan. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for the rest. Um, Very there's small. There's a small shot of Vader. I think we might get a duel between Obi Wan well, and Vader. I, I think we will. I think. I think that's they so are, exciting. They are, and I don't know how they're going to explain it in terms of the history or the canon. Where, um, you know, in episode in episode four, where Vader says, um, you know, I felt a presence that I have haven't felt since and he kind of trails off yeah we don't know what the timeline is so it's possible yeah. that they had met before um more than I've, just once i'm yeah. more excited of the rumors that if this really hits well that hayden christensen might have a vader spinoff series which Ooh. there have been some really great stories um with him in, yeah. in novels and especially in the vader comic book um that show how pained his character is and yes they're they've really made him kind of a uh, an anti-hero but who we know gets redeemed who we know yes. has a redemption yes. story um but everything from him in that rogue one just eviscerating rebels and uprisings yeah. and in the comics where there's a great you know he's literally surrounded by a battalion and they're like, we've got you surrounded. And he's like, no, I'm just surrounded by fear and dead men. And that just obliterates this entire battalion. Yeah. Um, so if they lean into the lore of Vader, that'd be yeah, fun for you. Yeah. And at the yeah. same time, there was an animated animated short that I think somebody did as like a student project. And it shows Vader at Padme's um, sarcophagus at like her tomb. Mm. And he's mourning. And some of his enemies take that as a an opportunity sign of weakness. Yeah. Well, they try to take him out and that uh, doesn't go well for them. But just a lot of a the thing about Vader is how do you bring emotion into a faceless or, or to a stationary face of that mask? And that's that's right. always huge. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we both liked Obi-Wan. It was, it was great to I, see more. Um, we're we're a third of the way in because it's only six episodes. Yeah. That, that hurts a little, but well, it hurts a little, but you don't want to, you don't, I hate filler episodes. So you don't want to fill. Yeah. Just get it done. Um, speaking of that, there also dropped, I didn't watch a lot of it, believe it or not. I thought I'd be really into it. Um, stranger things Four. yep. I'm, I'm only in the second, the middle of the second episode. We're on, we were going to watch episode four before we signed on tonight, but it's an hour and 20 minutes i mean yeah. it's it's a long. it's a feature film i mean yes. it's that kind of length and i'm like uh i i don't have to i would have made it like two-thirds of the way through and then had to come on yeah and been like it's good i don't know what's happening and then yeah. my family would have been pissed because i would have made them turn it off um because right. that's that's like a family show we're watching right. that together what what do you think of it so far though ah oh, this has got a lot more a <sighs> lot more horror to it yeah than anything we've I seen agree. out of the series before the there were first always episode elements. was freddy krueger to the uh, max. it it was oh my gosh yeah like, i was shocked yeah and and ursula and i remember that because ursula goes is is that how the first episode ends i'm like yeah that's the credits <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> that's it it's over there, there you go <laughs> um 
I what I we're laughing at a lot is that they are oh, the embracing D&D. the D and D Dungeons and Dragons Satan's game. Yeah, you know that that whole uprising of bullshit. That basketball that, player that's like the leader of the basketball team. He looks like he's yeah. twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, and he's like saying, and he's like, yeah, that guy's in, still in some fantasy. And yeah, he's, he's still there. <laughs> And he's killing people. And it's like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yep. Yeah. And the, uh, I forgot, it's Sinclair, the, uh, I'm just going to say it, the black guy out of the group. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, no, dude, Hellfire is not. Yeah. He's like, no, <laughs> no, DD is just a game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was, uh, my parents were very much sucked Yes. I remember whole, you telling me that. Yeah. Yep. And my mom gave me a pamphlet. Of it was an essay called The Christian Response to Dungeons and Dragons. And I actually found a PDF of it online uh, a couple months ago and kind of perused it. You sent it to me. Oh my God. It was just so ridiculous and so reaching. Well, that was back in the time before there was, let me check on this for myself. Yeah. That was back in the time where it was like, hey, we're obviously an authority. You have to listen to us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's no check. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That's that's yep. back in the day when why would the media lie? Yeah, why would they tell us that? Yeah, why would they do that? Why would they twist something? What they don't have an agenda, they speak the truth. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, so um but they I like I like that they're embracing that. And I then think it's they fantastic. are they're showing the absurdity of that whole movement. Yes. So what's funny about that episode, I I I don't know if it's the first episode or the second one yet, but it's the one where they get um Sinclair's sister to fill yes. in for the role yeah she breaks down on lady applejack and she goes through all the levels that she's at yeah and at the end of that i said i paused it i said you know what's ridiculous i understood every one of those <laughs> that a boy and <laughs> ursula goes did you really i go yeah so greg i have you and your friends that, is for that. i understand i understood all of that i was like oh wow oh, okay she can do that cool. oh she's ooh, yeah she's yeah okay <laughs> She ain't messing around. Yeah, and then um, she looked at me and she goes, "You're such a nerd." Oh, like, it's fantastic. I have, and I I love... have a bone to pick with everybody, by the way. And I know I'm wrong, but this is how I've always looked at it: nerds build spaceships, like real life spaceships. Oh yeah. Geeks, I feel is what we are. I I don't I use we the term. We can't inner... apply our nerdhood to real world. Well, maybe you can because you you've done some things like with teaching and stuff like that with nerds nerd stuff. Right. I, like- use, I I use them interchangeably. I mean, some people are like, no, geeks are more computer based. Nerds are like the comic book people. I'm like, I agree. Oh no, no, I no, no, I no, I think I I know you're like, what's the difference? But I, yeah, I always they're feel synonyms like, to me. I always feel like a geek is what I am. I'm not a nerd. A nerd is like, you know, he can do calculus and he enjoys it. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Whatever. Let us know, friends. Are you a geek or a nerd? Nerd. Do you care? Nerd. Yeah. All right. Hey, you saw Maverick. I did see Maverick. I saw Maverick with about 25 of my friends. Um, Were there there any guys with their shirts off playing a sport on a beach at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shut the front door. There is a definite homage to that. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think they go that far. Yep. And what's interesting. So so the movie is over two hours long, which uh i think it's good because i rewatched the first top gun not too long ago hey buddy what's up um i watched the first top gun not too long ago and 
that pacing of that movie is ridiculous. It is just like Top Gun as a course is like I believe eight weeks long. They say that in the they say that in the you're going you're going to Miramar for eight weeks of fighter combat training or something like right. that. And within that time, Maverick meets a girl, dates a girl, sleeps with a girl, then falls in love. Then they kind of break up. Then they get back together again. And you're like, this is eight weeks. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's just like, you know, a little bit of training mission, then some classroom stuff, then training mission, and then some relationship building, and then training. It just bing, bing, bing. It's just constantly going. Uh, this one, they actually took their time a little bit to try to establish a story. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, it, it's okay. very much a throwback. I heard it's it just it's <clears throat> kicked ass. That's what I've heard. Well, f- number one, you're not going to this movie to get a real heavy story. You're going this, to this not. movie to watch the cinematography of uh, aerial acrobatics is really what you're going. Not only that, you're going back to when you first saw it. Yeah. You're going for nostalgia for so, sure. And one of one of my friends, Jason, he he uh, he and I talked about it yesterday. Um, he's like, it's like Tom Cruise came in and said he like pitched a, uh, he pitched another Top Gun movie. Like, hey, I want to make this. And they went, well, well, we'll hire some writers. We'll get it a story together. He's like, no, 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 we're gonna make it. Here's the story, and he like kind of copied and pasted parts of the first movie um, and then filled in the rest with some other references. I, I, okay, I, so it was too nostalgic. But not all Top Gun. I mean, there's a thing in there. I don't even know if I should bring it up because you haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Um, and I'll be honest, I am not going to the theater to see this. I'm oh, just you're going, not? No, I'm going to oh. wait till this comes out. You should. I want to see it in IMAX. Like I really do. Oh, was um, it that good though? Oh yeah, I I pay again. Okay, IMAX, sure. Okay. Um, well, I feel like I can talk about it then. Uh, when they're detailing the mission, yeah. Okay, and, and I think this is probably on the internet, so it's kind of out there. They're detailing the the specifics of the mission. We need to hit this specific target for these specific reasons, and you need to navigate a trench at a high rate of speed and they're they're zooming in and out of this trench so at a very low mission impossible into it no uh well a little bit yeah because this is they're like no one can fly this and that's why they bring <laughs> maverick in to train these other pilots who are all top gun graduates he was inverted and he does there is a very <laughs> there's an inversion technique that they need to pull off but it's when they're like okay you've got you've got one guy running like one flyer who was running a laser guided missile system. They're like teams of two, like one flyer's got the bombs. The other guy's got the laser laser system. Um, and they need the laser system because they need to pinpoint uh, this, this, I, I think they did say exhaust port. That's no more than three meters wide. How can they hit that? <laughs> I'm waiting for the Luke Skywalker. Here. Exactly. Go. I'm like, <laughs> as soon as they said three meters wide, I went, oh, <laughs> and I turned to Chris. I'm like, did he just somebody that? better make a reference of uh, bullseye whop rats and their T-16 yeah, back home. Exactly. Exactly. And 
And then I just started laughing. Like, it's not a funny part. He's like yeah. going through the mission of how impossible this is. And I'm laughing in the theater. People, I'm sure, were like, what is he laughing at? That doesn't make any sense of why he's yeah. laughing. But yeah, it is a total Star Warsy reference. That's and, and I was like, oh, Tom. So it's like, okay, we're going to take this. We're going to take this. And have you guys ever seen Star Wars? No. Okay, then we can take this <laughs> yeah, too. <no. laughs> Either that or he got it from L. Ron Hubbard's book. Oh, well, and what's funny is the guy that actually is credited with directing the film is the same guy who did Tron Legacy, which to me is a totally underrated film. Oh, I think um, it sucks. Oh, I love it. And I think I can uh, give a shit about Tron. And I know he's a he's a Star Wars fan. So I'm like be a cool like, costume though. But like guys on that on that set had to be like, really? They're gonna like three meters, like that's the that's or the, when okay. they were at okay. the table reading the screenplay and they went, Really? And so, yeah, else, I mean, else sees this is is this when Luke Skywalker walks in? Yeah, is this are when we, this happens, or just like, are we doing that on purpose? We're gonna do that on purpose, <laughs> we're gonna, okay? Okay, we're gonna do it on purpose, then. and they but just play it off as like a serious thing. And there's not one Star Wars crack, there's not one anything. I'm like, Oh, all right, well, shit, that's it what, what it is. is. It's not Star Wars, Greg, because they had to. Th- fly through like they had, to, they, had to, they had to go in in and out yeah it wasn't just this nice little and like, invert you know, so yeah, invert. so that's why it's different um i still remember that scene in the first one because i was inverted and then yeah. slotty goes bullshit yep uh val kilmer makes an appearance which is great because his health is not good not um good. they they uh they worked him into the film uh in person like you see him um so nice man it's overall it was it was a great sequel i i liked it um like i said i want to see it again in imax because i want to see those aerial acrobatics in an IMAX screen it's it's really made for that and it will be a movie that i will probably search out like once every five years to watch it just to be like i'm gonna watch top gun i'm gonna watch maverick or or something like that like nice it's not gonna be a once a year viewing or it's gonna be one of those it's on and I'm folding laundry and I'm yeah, watching. i watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? Um, he also just dropped the mission impossible trailer trailer. Yeah. Yep. Part one. Everybody's doing part ones now. Well, it's cause it's a two, like he's doing a two part. Yeah. Yeah. Mission um, impossible movie. I love the mission impossible. So the more, the mm-hmm. better, like he, I never walk away from mission impossible going, well, that sucked. Yeah. I never, I've never walked away from a Mission Impossible movie the way I've walked away from Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, I will say I, I was not a fan of the second one. The the long oh, the Yeah, yeah. I really wasn't a fan. It I, had nothing I, I, to do. I can completely understand that. I yeah. get that. It was more like the story just didn't grab me at all. But right. when when he brought in like Simon Pegg yes. and uh, Jeremy Renner and like yes. that whole night, I I've enjoyed every one of those. Yes, me too. I feel like their third one they figured out where to go from there and they they just yeah worked yeah. with it it was good it was great um another trailer that i've seen a while ago i wasn't a big fan but i i really want to see it now is the jurassic park dominion oh sure yeah i i want to see that i was like what well, and what's funny is we were watching jurassic park in florida and it came on and i was like i forgot how good jurassic world is like it's actually I, I, good I like yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. yeah. The second one after mm-hmm. of that series, I was like, eh. But the first one, I was like, 
okay with Chris Pratt, this is actually good. I almost feel like the second one, depending on how this one is, the second one was almost like a setup for this one. Yes, yeah, without I mean, a doubt, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, you know, I, I've got a person in my house who is an absolute Jurassic Park fanatic. So, yes. um, so he is super excited to see it. And yeah, yeah. me too. Me yep. too. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. So, I think Alex, that's all did, I you, did you see the new Willow trailer? Oh, I did. The Willow series. Yes. Is coming. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for me that. too. I mean, they have the wand and, and yeah, absolutely. I, I love that movie. And I'm unapologetically a fan of it. And, and again, want, going back to Val Kilmer, who just killed it in that movie. Yeah. Mad Mardigan. I, absolutely. I, first off, great name, Mad Morgan. Yeah. But I watched it the second time recently, and I didn't like it as much as when I watched it as a kid. Go figure. That makes total yeah, sense. Yeah, really. But <clears throat> I just, I, I was starting to watch it. The only part i didn't like was he was in a dress for a big portion of a lot of the movie yeah and i don't know why i just didn't like that but other than that i was like oh yeah i remember this and he can't get her to change right and he's always fucking yep. up and yeah i remember all that when yeah. man when man martian gets his armor i'm just like oh yeah i would yeah. i would love a set of man martian armor that would be so much my fun. favorite my favorite scene actually is when he does that sword flip when she when yeah. he goes you are great and he does this flip and he catches it and he falls in the snow <laughs> flips on the ice and yeah yeah, yeah. other than yeah, that there's just a lot of great action comedy in there and yeah it's it, it was a great 80s movie yeah the villain with his the, his skull oh God, helmet fantastic. Yeah, fantastic it seems like he's back they showed it in the trailer ah well he it, died he died pretty well i wouldn't be surprised I, if someone copied his, his i was gonna say i helmet, it's but his, it's his son or, or a flashback like or something yeah like but that. it looks like it's actually going to be almost dare i say a DD type group as it should be yeah as it should and be. i was like wow this is great I, the way they have them lined up right they have yeah. like willow and this girl and this big guy with this big sword and the two other girls i think yeah 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 so yeah it looks fun it looks great i can't i can't wait for it actually i can't um my daughter's looking forward to baymax well, sure. Yeah, that looks fun too. Oh, she does. Yeah, yeah. They've got some great stuff. Going yeah, they got on some Disney great Plus. stuff dropping down. So, like Amazon's dropping stuff. Uh, something's coming out next week. Oh, Mr. Matthew Riley's movie's coming out next week. Yes, yes, yes it is. So we're gonna see Inter- Inter- I'm definitely gonna watch Interceptor and see what that's about. Yep. Um. Yeah, I definitely got a '90s action movie feel to it. And you know what? That's kind of the same thing with with Maverick. It's very much in uh, a late '80s actiony kind of film like even the character tropes of the fighter pilots yeah like there no one's going off type at all um what i did like is they they uh there's some female fighter pilots and they are kick-ass like every bit as much and krista did some reading uh on the actors themselves yeah um there's an actress in there with, with a call sign of phoenix and all of the pilots are like she's the best one like she could take the yeah. g's she could bounce back she did everything uh better than anybody else and so i thought oh yeah it was pretty cool oh you mean when they were training for it oh yeah when they were like oh, taking them up because they had to fucking surprise me any, they had anybody, to train themselves anybody that doesn't or anybody that thinks a woman and i'm i'm serious i'm dead serious here anybody that thinks a woman is less tougher than a guy you have never seen a woman give birth. Yeah. Like they, 
Yeah. Women are, women are fantastic. They're the toughest. Like it, there is no contest whatsoever. Uh, the toughest person in my house is my wife. Yep. Period. End of story. A man takes a big poop and he cries a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Or, or yeah. like, or I, I'll give you a perfect example. So you guys came, we went to the shed aquarium. Oh that my entire God. weekend. My wife was, um, passing, passing a kidney, kidney stone. stone. She didn't tell anybody. She didn't tell a fucking soul. She didn't tell me privately. She didn't say, Hey, you need to pick up some slack so I can help. So I, so I can just get through this. She didn't say a, uh, a damn thing until the end when she knew it was over. Yeah. And then she kind of was like, I'm not doing here. Good Johnny. You got to drive home. And I'm like, what, what's going on? She's like, I'm, <laughs> I've been passing a kidney stone all weekend. I went all weekend. Yeah, like we've been doing things. What are you talking about? You told about? me that, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. yeah, she goes, "I just, I couldn't be a bad host." And I'm like, "What yes. man? Yeah, really? What no. man would do that? Man would be like, okay, you guys got to go home. I'm passing this. I'm going to yeah. be in the corner of my house crying. You know, like I couldn't believe it. And, but that's that's a Tuesday for Ursula. Yeah. Honestly, I'm yeah. just going to be honest about that. She's the toughest woman I've ever met in my life. But anyway, every woman I've met is 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 very tough because they're the glue usually in a family that holds it all together hmm? and that takes a lot of strength um moving on yeah moving yeah off. i went off track there i did want to ask you one question though about top gun did they overdo the nostalgia yeah so uh miles teller plays the son of goose yes and Maverick, you get the idea that he has absolutely no closure on on the whole situation with Goose. Okay. And he, had, he Maverick had, doesn't. Maverick doesn't. Okay. And and Rooster, who is Goose's son, is a fighter pilot, and he's really pissed off at Maverick for some other reasons. Um. And like Maverick's keeping some secrets from him of like why he's pissed. And, you know, it's just the whole like Maverick really hasn't dealt with the death of Goose. And you're kind of like, well, he kind of did deal with it, though, at the yeah. end of the first film, or at least we were meant to believe he did. And right. I understand that. Sure. Maybe he needed some more therapy after that. But you get the idea that that didn't happen. Yeah. And. Okay. The other thing is when we open the film, Maverick is a test pilot for the Navy. Okay. Um, and he's working on a project that going fast, he's like the fastest man alive. That's what they're trying to make him is, you know, super fast airplanes, stuff like that. Um, some things happen that you're like, nobody survives that. And mm -hmm. Maverick does. And you're going, like <laughs> there's a couple times where you're like tom cruise is gonna die no wait i forgot it's tom cruise. cruise his contract says he doesn't die in anything so speaking of the amazingness of tom cruise do you know that he set a record for mission impossible holding his breath for six minutes and some yeah. girl just recently did, i was gonna it? say did you know that that record was just broken who was the girl that broke it uh Titanic like, girl. Um Kate Winslet. Yes. Kate Winslet. Yeah. Kate Winslet. Yes. I was gonna say Kate again. Winslet. I'm like, no, again, that's not her. A woman kicking ass. Yeah. Kate. 
Kate Winslet held her breath for like eight minutes. Eight I think. minutes. Yeah. Held her breath for eight minutes. Like yep. I think that I don't know if it's four, changed. Or Mission Impossible. Like she's up. shooting Mission Impossible, like the this part two of Mission Impossible, and she just broke that record. But well, that was Kate? Yeah. For Mission Impossible? For me, I think. Oh, take that, I Tom. Think, I think the second one. I think that's because they're okay. still filming this. I didn't know that. I didn't know she filmed it. I didn't know Kate Winslet's in that movie, much less. Yeah, me neither. Record during that. That's yeah, it. It popped up on something my... in Instagram. I no, I sent you something. I thought you said. I thought it we, doesn't we matter. Both that's sent. where we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the uh, that was the thing. So. Yeah. All right. Love, death, and robots. What? How many have you watched? Um, I've watched all of them. Yeah, you getting busy there? Just give me a second. Sure. So I watched Love of, I didn't watch all of them. I only watched episode one and the middle of the second one. That's where all I'm at right now. I did a Saturday morning sit down by myself. Kill and just all. binge the shit out yep. of it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. As good, better than the second or on, um, on equal with the first. Mm-hmm. More. I mean, I liked season one more than I liked season two. Agreed. And I think this is somewhere in between season one and season okay. two. Okay. Um, the there are a couple that are great. Uh, there's one called it's a minute. It's like all minis, and it's okay. a zombie invasion, and it's it's like Night of the Mini Zombies or something like that. Um, creative storytelling, just fun to watch. Yeah. Um, the animation on that one, I think it's like some sort of a. Uh, temptress or something oh the aztec that's the holy shit that's the last episode of the season yes my god Um, the animation on that was incredible to me to the point where i i haven't really looked up a lot on it to know whether it is full cgi or is it just their cgiing over some different things but motion um, capture yeah i mean if it's motion capture, the detail on it is amazing because, like, you can't tell it's <gasps> in certain aspects of it. Excuse me. Yeah. So, um, a lot of tragic storytelling um, in terms of like, oh man, that's rough kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, some fun stuff. There's one about a farmer trying to get rid of his rats. Like, I thought that was fun. Okay. Uh, I'm missing. Like, I really want whoever in season one. Did the werewolf soldiers? Did the werewolf soldiers? Yeah. I so want them to do more. Like, yeah, give me, cool. give me that as a series or a feature film. Yes, of I the agree. U.S. military employing werewolves yep. in in as like scouts and military. I would right. just absolutely love that. Yeah. All right, I'm totally going to sidetrack the conversation because the reason I asked you is in Maverick if they over nostalgia. Is because Johnny was late to the party and just watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> and I thought that was perfect. Yeah. There wasn't really anything remotely wrong about that movie whatsoever. That's one nope. of those movies. The only, actually, the only problem I have was what was the big deal with the old man in the, in the, uh, the coffin? Like, what was the point of him? He got ripped apart in two seconds. There was no point in that. Oh, just, just the idea that, Ivor Shandor was still alive and still there alive, and like, trying to do that. Yeah, okay. that he had such an influence on the town. Right. That here okay. he is in a glass coffin that he would literally wake up every so often. Yeah. And and it played by um yes, uh, uh 
I'm going to say J. Jonah Jameson, but that's not him. No, um, it's not. But it's I thought actor. it was when I first saw it. It's, yeah, it's the same actor. Oh, it's the same actor? Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember his real yes. name, unfortunately. What is, he's, he's, he's the farmer's guy. Dum, yeah. Dum, 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 dum. He also uh, Jim Gordon. Yeah, he was Jim Gordon. J, 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 D, J. He's also the voice of uh, yeah. Invincible. Nolan. Yeah. Dino Jonah Jameson. Played by. He's a great actor. He's one of my favorites. See, he was is... Chris Pratt's dad in the Tomorrow War. Why I love having Ken on the show because he knows these right away. Oh yeah, he's, he <laughs> and you really and I, who are this. usually really good at this, anytime you put us on a mic, we're like, oh, what job? What's his name? It's uh, yeah. uh, 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 JD, not JD. God, <laughs> I'm, when you say it, I'm gonna freaking freak out because I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, it's him." Uh, I can't even. Th- what, what other movies has this guy been invincible? Okay. I can't even type today. This is just absolute. J.K. Simmons. That's it. J.K. Simmons. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Great actor. I'm a big fan of his. Um. Anywho, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters so anyway. was the was the perfect meld of old and new. At the opinion. end, it felt like <clears throat> like I'm talking about the end when oh. they're like giving hugs. Yeah, totally. I was I was yes, a mess at the end of that movie. I was shocked at how emotionally it caught me, and it made me think of the ending of ED. <clears throat> there was like this, yeah, I don't know, this okay. feeling where I was like. Oh my god, this is the perfect 80s like movie, but yeah. it works in today. It's it works so well. When when Phoebe like digs in and yeah. starts to like hold her ground and then you see the ghost hand. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, I got goosebumps and I'm like Yeah. And you like it's fucking Egon and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." I mean, yes, I, think I was I was are. impressed by all of it. it yeah. I was like, wow, what a great story. And the only thing Ursula forgets all this stuff. So she was like, I was like, I, I was figuring it out. Probably yeah. around the same time you were figuring it out where I'm like, oh, he's going to be the key master. She's going to yeah. be the, you know, and I was doing that. And she goes, what the hell is the gatekeeper and the key master? I'm like, Ursula. Gatekeeper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> key master. Yeah. Um, um, the, I like, yeah. I mean, and it was just a, you know, when soldier. Winston, who was the working class dude in the first movie, yeah. has now become a millionaire Financial, or a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. You're like, that's Financial cool. Is, and yeah. and that's how they're gonna roll the that's how they're gonna roll the next movie in. Yeah, you with, sent uh, me that. Yeah, Pete not Davidson looking forward and, to it. You know what? <laughs> Maybe I, Bautista, that's about it. But here's the thing. Are you gonna watch it? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah. So yeah. then we're um I it's I'm I'm in. Whether I like it or not, I don't know. Um, I think it's still Ivan Reitman who wrote and directed. I thought he died. Afterlife. Ivan Re- Oh, no. I'm sorry. Um, he did die. He did die. It's uh, his son. It's Ivan Jason. Reitman's son. Jason, Jason Reitman. Yeah, yes. thank you. Yes. Um, Great job as a tribute to your dad, by the way. That was yeah. fantastic. So movie. it, And I think it, it is Jason Reitman and Dan Aykroyd who were, I mean, the Reitman, like Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd were really the heart and soul of Ghostbusters. Right. Like that's. 
Yep. Um, Harold of, uh, obviously had his piece. Everybody's thinking it was all Bill Murray. He he showed up four days thing. four yeah. days late to filming. Like, okay, just give me my lines and let me do my thing. Yeah. Um, so he's not like right. He's not involved in the storytelling of right. Ghostbusters or into like the whole uh like the trademark of it. Right. Um but it's it's Jason Reitman and, and Dan Aykroyd that are heading up this new kind of resurgence of Ghostbusters material. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was just too fun. It was it was such a fun even like Ursula didn't want to see it and I was like, well we got, you know, let's just watch it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that is that was so good. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm shocked. Like yeah. what I what I mean by shocked people is that usually the way they're resurging these these reboots, yeah. these reboots, or if they're trying to connect it to the movies that we fell in love with, it just falls flat somewhere because I feel like they either throws too much nostalgia here mm-hmm. or they're trying to world build and not make an actual movie. It seems you know, so and, heavy handed at, yeah, at some and, points. And this one was just a perfect balance. Even the little music they would do here and there. And, oh, the music cues, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, I thought he did such a good job with not making it. Oh man, this is just Ghostbusters all over again. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they added to it, and I I was just blown away by it. You know, and I will say in Maverick, yes, there are parts that are heavy-handed. Okay, that's why that I you're asking. like, okay, well this this is obviously the token whatever scene yeah. that we're gonna have to have. So okay, makes sense. Yeah. All right, man. Do we want to talk Ugh. heavy or do we want to end it here? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, no, not with not with the time we got left. Let's just the I'll just tell you all we're so gun control is in the news again, and we were going to talk about it. I think we're going to pass and maybe talk about it next week or or something like that. But yeah, there's a lot out there. Um, The facts are still being uncovered from the two incidents that have happened recently, but there's still a lot out there and it's kind of a resurgence of stuff. And and. Like this is a, a point where people can have their opinions sway one way or the other. So yeah, yeah. You, um, you, you have people who are staunch and they won't move, but then you've got other people who are like, okay, well, let's maybe enough is enough, or maybe we need to change some things, or maybe let's look at it from this perspective, or whatever. So I'll say this: I definitely think we need to change things. What those changes are, I don't have them. But yeah. you can't look me in the eye and say it's working. That's all. That's very much yes. Like somebody, uh, somebody went up to Ted Cruz in a interview, and we're like, it was a, a foreign reporter who was asked, "Why is this a uniquely American problem?" <clears throat> and he, a lot of people, and I, I've heard their arguments like well it's not a uniquely american well, they're you know these things happen in other countries but not at the scale and not as often so um i believe it is a pretty uniquely american problem i think there are some things to help curb it but we can talk about that next week yeah yeah definitely so yeah so all right I dude know, I, I know i have other things to say but i just can't remember them but i just you know what to uh it's good. It's a yeah. holiday. Yeah. It's good. So what I'm going to do real quick is uh, instead of Greg giving you his usual thing, I'm going to get us out this way. Sorry, that's not the way. <laughs> that is not the way. Otherwise, <laughs> this guy talking. 
but I'm going to have us go out uh, with some style in about four seconds. Not taking my shirt off. No, you're not taking your shirt off. Here we go. <laughs> We're going to get tagged for that. I know. Take it in. Just take it in. We are getting tagged for this, by the way. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying take care. Podcast out, everybody. Have a great week. We will see you next Sunday. Hey, guys. Just hanging there a little bit longer, you think? Or are we get No, no, cut it. Cut it before YouTube gets banned at us.